arts, culture, and entertainment in the Coachella Valley. This is The Desert Scene with Bonnie G. From the Mutual Broadcasting System, here's Bonnie. And welcome to The Desert Scene. So happy to have you today. And very happy to welcome to the show Stan Zimmerman, who is directing a play called The New Century coming up in February at The Bent. Hi, Stan. How are you? Hi, Bonnie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So um, tell us a little bit. For, first of all, I'm looking at your uh, some of your credits here. Uh, it's you wrote, exhausting, isn't it? <laughs> well, a uh, <laughs> couple just pop out. You wrote the hit series, The Golden Girls, Gilmore Girls, and Roseanne. Wow. That's pretty impressive. I have a lot of stories about it. Actually, they're coming out in a book on February 13th, and we're doing it quads on uh, Valentine's Day, a big book signing. So if you want to meet me in person or get some books, um, I will be there and spilling a little tea about um, all the wonderful women I've worked with and Roseanne. Wow. Oh, boy. I know, I know you got. You must have some stories about Roseanne. I can't imagine. Oh, no. yes. <laughs> She's a colorful character, to say the least. Colorful, well, but those shows were all wonderful, and they have such heart, as does this play by Paul Rednick. Okay. People may know him. He wrote In and Out, the movie, Adam's Family Values, Step for Wives. And he's such a smart, funny, brilliant writer. So tell us a little bit about the the story here of the new century. Uh, It's five characters that come together in New York City post 9-11. And when Paul wrote this back then, um, it was actually performed at Lincoln Center in 2008. And Linda Lavin from Alice Payne, another great sitcom, Mm -hmm. um, won a Tony Award nomination for it. It, It's not done a lot, uh, but... There are three brilliant monologues, and you have such great actors that uh, I was lucky enough to cast in the show down here. And it has such heart. I think people know Paul, uh, how hysterical and smart he can be. But uh, these stories are just so beautifully told and acted that they're going to pull at your heartstrings as well. And it's about the trauma of coming together after something like 9-11. And I think When Paul wrote this, he kind of thought that was our defining moment of the new century. Mm -hmm. But as I've told him, I think he was a fortune teller. I mean, look, all that's happened since then. Yeah. um, Between COVID and Ukraine and and October 7th and January 6th, then it just keeps to be going. And how do we all survive this as a community together? Mm -hmm. So would you say it's... um sort of uh, uh, dramedy, drama, comedy, sort of together, bits of both? It's mostly comedy, but I think like what I do with my writing, it really comes from truth, and in truth you find both, like real life. I mean, one minute you could be laughing, one minute you could be crying, and I think that was what was so brilliant about Golden Girls and Roseanne, Mm -hmm. is that they combined all those like real life that you don't normally see in you know, pure sitcoms or um, even in theater as well. It can be compartmentalized, but I think real life touches upon all those. And I think especially in this community will really be touched by the stories of uh, people that have um, died by AIDS, survived by of AIDS, and also the parents of um, AIDS victims. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm looking at the little uh, description here of the show, and I, we have to mention mm-hmm. this. I see here there's even a dash of gratuitous, a gratuitous f- full frontal male nudity. So we need to tell people don't bring the children, right? Don't bring the children. Um, but it is Paul's comment on uh, theater and especially gay theater. It's really just a few brief seconds. So if you're expecting that, <laughs> but it is um, 
you know, there will be an eye pop, and it was a, a pretty visual uh, for those that partake in that. Yeah. Um, but it's his comment on, on theater and how sometimes, you know, a theater uses nudity to sell tickets. So, um, yeah. but we're not above that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so you've obviously you did a lot of writing in Hollywood, the Golden Girls, and you direct. So, have you directed a lot as well, or is this sort of a new avenue you're taking? Um, about, um, probably a little over a decade now, I got very tired of the constant network and studio notes and obviously, uh, people like Roseanne, um, you know, some difficult moments on set that theater really provided me with a new home, uh, and a home that I returned to. I started theater when I was seven years old and, um, it allowed me to cast who I wanted, use music and costumes. I didn't have to get approval by a billion people. Mm-hmm. And I loved directing other people's scripts that weren't changing weekly like, you know, a sitcom would do. And yeah. then I got talked into writing my own plays and have done a couple of them. I just returned from Austin where I've actually been doing a very heavy show um, based on a, a very close friend of mine died by suicide about 10 mm-hmm. years ago when I created a play using real suicide notes in the place called Right Before I Go. And I've been traveling wow. the United States doing plays in local communities. And hopefully one day I can bring it to Palm Springs because I know every community is dealing with that. And, and there's so much shame around the topic. Yeah, that's a very important topic to, to be talked about. It's not talked about enough. Absolutely. So are you are you based here in Palm Springs now? Or are you to go back and forth to L.A.? Um, I've actually been down here over a month and been really considering a permanent move down here. And I have to tell you, on my morning runs, when I look at those mountains, I think you're crazy to go back to L.A. This is so beautiful and calming. And the people down here and the growing artistic community is so embracing. And and Mm -hmm. it is is a very exciting movement. And I would love to be a part of it. It's very tempting. I've heard so many people I've interviewed over the years say that they came to visit for two weeks, a month, whatever, and they never left. Or, you know, you are going to be so sick of me, Bonnie, being here (laughs) and and hounding you constantly to come to all my theater and other projects. So let's go back. Let's go back just for a moment. We've got I want to hear a couple stories about it. Tell me a okay. couple of your, your best stories about either Golden Girls, Rosanna, et cetera. Well, you have to remember, I was on Golden Girls season one, and it was not my first job, but I was very, 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 very young and mm-hmm. nervous as all get out. And, you know, I grew up on Maude and, and Mary Tyler Moore, so I knew the actors, and mm-hmm. I was just could not believe they were saying lines I wrote. Yeah. And I really appreciated at that moment um, how lucky I was. I never took anything for granted. And if you remember back then, a show about four older women, I mean, it was, you know, thought to be canceled in the first two weeks. Right. And look look what it's turned into. And I'm lucky to now go to Golden Cons and Golden Girl Cruises. And it's been such a wonderful piece of my life. And I was so lucky to actually get to be friends with Estelle Getty outside of the show. And um, so I guess I will always be a Sophia. And and tell us uh, how about a, how about a Roseanne story? One one Roseanne story. One Roseanne story. Oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, there's there's so so many. I mean, I was lucky to write the lesbian kiss episode of that show, which was just so crazy to go to work all day and then come home and see what I was writing on the eleven o'clock news and how mm-hmm. at the time it was so shocking that. You know, she's playing a straight woman that got kissed at a, at a gay bar and the and the ruckus that caused not only with the characters on the show, but um, in the community. And, 
you know, for commercial television. They thought the world would end if that appeared yeah. on TV. And you know what? It didn't. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it really paved the way for Ellen to come out on her show and even Will and Grace later on. I mean, we all, you know, are on the shoulders of people before us. And did you, I mean, I'm not asking asking you to slam anybody, but did you find working with her, did you have any problems working with her? I mean, she does have a reputation for being difficult and, you know, is no longer part of the show, you know, kind of got booted from the show. Did you find any of that working with her? Well, we were told, because uh, she had gone through a billion writers, we actually turned down the job, uh, staff uh, job on season one. But we ended up coming back in season five and going on it. And we were told, don't let her see the whites of your eyes or she could fire you. So they said, find the tallest person on set and stand behind them, which I did. <laughs> and then when we wrote the lesbian kiss episode, she goes, who the hell wrote this? And um, everybody pushed us forward. And it was kind of like, you know, go, going to see the Wizard of Oz. My yeah. legs were shaking like the scarecrow. And she was like, you know, this is funny. And um, then we were knew we were in, in good and that she really appreciated. And I have to say, you know, with all of her craziness, her and Tom Arnold really fought to get that episode on air when ABC said, you know, you can't film it. And we filmed it. And then you mm-hmm. can't air it. And they said, we'll buy it back and buy time on HBO, but we're going to put it on. And so I really have to thank her for that. What has happened since then? I mean, you know, only medical professionals can really <laughs> talk, talk on that. <laughs> but I loved what she was saying with the show. And really, you know, we had not seen that since the days of Norman Lear mm-hmm. um, of really middle class struggles. You know, and I grew up in a middle class family in Detroit. So. I knew what that was like, and, and I love that we could portray that honestly on television. Well, let's go back for a second to um, the play. As a director, I'm, I'm an actress as well, and I always like to ask directors. Oh. What, Why didn't you audition? Well, because, um, well, I got a lot going on right now, but maybe, okay. maybe something down Next the road. Time. Next, Next time. Next time. <laughs> How would yeah. you describe your directing style? I mean, some directors are very, very hands-on. Some are like, uh, give the actors a basic thing and let, let them go with it and just see what they come up with. Well, you'll have to talk to my actors. They'll probably say I'm very hands-on. I like to, uh, I mold them, but I think it's, I've learned in watching, you know, on my own TV shows and watching some great directors that the specificity is what can be so funny. And I also direct the actors to uh, be pretty fast, like kind of in a Gilmore Girl style. Mm-hmm. But with this play, we've also found the beautiful moments where we can just slow down. Yeah. And that's really finding, again, leaning into the heart. And I love doing both of them. But there is a difference, like on stage, as you know, like who you look at. Right. Um, where's your hand? Where's your head? What is the the staging of it? What is the framing of it on, on you know, that the audience is looking at? Mm-hmm. It's very different than TV and film. And what I love is getting to know the actors and shaping it to their specific sounds. Yeah. And so I'll just say, try this, look there, pause there, and finding what's best on them and what makes them shine. And um, for some reason, I seem to have a slight aptitude for that. All right, well, it's I called... Love it. Great. Well, it's called The New Century, directed by Stan Zimmerman. It opens February 8th uh, with the Bent Theater Company, which, by the way, they perform at the Palm Springs Cultural Center. Can you get tickets on Eventbrite, or is it culturalcenter.org? Eventbrite and uh, okay. thebent.org. I will okay. be at every show, so if Super. you want to come talk and get some more Golden Girl stories, I will be there to just flag me down. I will try to do that. Stan Zimmerman, thank you so much. Continued success, and thanks for being here today. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me. And we'll see the rest of you the next time on The Desert Scene.
This program was produced by the Mutual Broadcasting System.